Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Come through, queen. I wanna see ya. Come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. But this looks really sus. All right, guys, don't worry. Dad is back. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, actually, I loved Honey in the Seat. The only thing that went wrong this time, Mm. can I say? Say Because it's been a journey with me. Yeah. um, Is I uploaded the episode with the description, and I realized Mm. I had forgotten the timestamps, and I put them in before I went to bed where I'm supposed to put them in. But yeah. then I guess it just like didn't refresh for some people or something like that. So for that, I apologize. Okay. I got, I, I want to say I'm proud of Honey because I remember back in the day, like she was too shy to even be on the podcast. Well, she's afraid of you. And <laughs> this week she was just kind of like steering the ship. Steering almost. the ship. Steering the, I was steering the ship. No, bitch. You, were, you were co-steer. You were like, um, Captain Sandy and Captain Lane. No, I was steering the ship by myself, (laughs) Captain Brendan. But we thank Honey for coming on. Okay. Wow. So much is going on. I mean, we covered some pop culture stuff like Taylor's version Red, uh, Britney being free, me being in Puerto Rico, all in this week's Patreon (laughs) pre-show. Yeah, riveting stuff. Just kidding. It's good. And uh, a bonus episode ranking the ladies of London women and just talking about the series in general, since it's kind of back in the lexicon, the lexicon with the likelihood of Cam- uh, Caroline Stanbury joining real houses of Dubai. Yes. So check that out. And like, if you have not watched ladies of London, it's only three seasons, about 10 to 12 episodes each. You can easily, scarf it down in like two weeks and then listen to that patreon episode and now that a lot more of y'all probably have peacock oh yeah it's on peacock it is on peacock correct wow we should be getting a cut from peacock peacock call me (laughs) please uh but before we get to our shows and like a very important show 
there is something in the news this week, an announcement, Care of Variety, and of course, Kay Arthur is at the helm for this piece, announcing the special on Hulu. A new Hulu original by ABC News will focus on the potentially catastrophic allegations against Jen Shah, a star of Bravo's Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, who was arrested and indicted for fraud and money laundering in March. Shah, who is facing up to 30 years in prison, has been accused of running a telemarketing scheme that defrauded older people by selling lead lists for non-existent business opportunities. The program called The Housewife and the Shah Shocker follows the success of The Housewife and the Hustler, a Hulu original in June that focused on the allegations against Erica and Tom Girardi of Beverly Hills. Uh, the Housewives and the Shah Shocker will premiere on November 29th on Hulu. Wow, so soon. And they aired the, the trailer on Variety. Uh, did you watch that? I did. Some familiar faces in the mix there. Some familiar faces, some new faces. My take on it is, okay, first of all, number one, the title doesn't make any sense. Like the, the first go around, it was The Housewife and The Hustler, The Hustler being Tom Girardi. Right. This time it's The Housewife and The Shaw Shocker. Well, yeah, because it's something that happens to the housewife, Jen Shaw. But but what does a Shaw shocker mean? It's like <laughs> a shocking thing that happened to Shaw. And a housewife. <laughs> right. No, but it's like it's like the housewife and her shocker, mm. which because she's Jen Shaw, it is yeah. a Shaw shocker. I guess Why didn't like, they just go with shocker? Like Shaw dash her? The first go around, it was like, the title is referring to two people and now it's referring to like a person and her last name and the shocker. Dude, it's literally like a, this th- one thing did good. Let's yeah. throw something else together to potentially grab the ratings. Yeah. Let's bring Dana Wilkie back. Mm-hmm. Um, let's bring Brian Moylan who probably declined the first one because of his <laughs> friendship with Erica Jane. Yes, yes, yes. Let's bring him in there. I gotta say, I, listen, I'm going to watch it obviously. But right. to me, the, the Erica Jane one was actually incredibly informative and changed my perspective of what I was watching. Right. Are we going to get to hear from the victims like we did in the Erica one? This to me feels more like a clown car of just like... A clown car. <laughs> like, the, like, no, just like, I feel like the, the energy of the trailer was a little bit like l- lighter, which mm-hmm. is strange because we're talking about someone who is actually criminally charged compared to Tom Girardi, who is civilly being sued and Erica Jane, who is, who is not charged, not charged with any crimes uh, or just like she's being sued as well, civilly. Um, So I don't, I just, it feels like lighthearted and it feels like I don't, I hope that they have information, but doesn't feel like we have all the information as readily available as the Girardi stuff. It I'll, like to be honest, it kind of matches the energy that like the arrests has played out because like mm. it has been kind of lighthearted as far as um, the way it's being talked about online, especially compared to the Erica stuff. And I wonder if it is because people started to get more angry online after the Hulu and the Hustler. The, what's it called? The Hustler and the Housewife. The Housewife and the Hustler. Um, after we heard from all those victims and actually like heard their stories, yeah. so. In the trailer, there appeared to be one elderly woman who may have been scammed, but did not even sound like necessarily scammed by 
something related to what Jen Shaw did. She Rather, was just like someone who just was scammed by someone. But scammed by like a teller marketer. And that's yeah. what, I, obviously I need to see watch the whole program, but I'm watching it wasn't like I can't believe what this woman did to me. Right. You know? Right. right. Yeah. So I'll watch. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like our civic duty. One might say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we'll be tuning into that. We gotta talk about Real Housewives, Ultimate Girl Trip. One might call it rugged. It's yeah, we call it rugged. <laughs> yeah. Um dropped two days early. Yes. Which was a blessing, let me tell you. <laughs> a blessing. Uh, three episodes, as we knew, going into it, as we watermarked on our Instagram, Greg. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the way you watermarked it, too, is like, it's what? just like so obviously done in Instagram stories and oh screenshotted. Listen, I was not going to fire up Pixelmator Pro for my trolley Instagram posts. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. I think just like top of top top of the conversation is it's better than anyone imagined. Yeah, I was low key. I wasn't not excited for this one, but I was like looking forward more to season two. Yeah, I mean, season two, from when we learned about the season two cast, pictures from it, et cetera, it was like, oh, like. This almost ruined season one. But we were wrong. We'll eat our hat or whatever people say. Yeah. I would say my one complaint, and this will be my only complaint thus far. I don't know what we were thinking with the theme song. Oh, yeah. What's what's going on here? Why don't we have taglines? <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's got to be something somewhere out there on a hard drive of an intro with taglines. I cannot believe that does not exist. Maybe. I actually, I don't necessarily miss the taglines as much as I just think the song's bad. Yeah. I mean, we should have, if anything, tapped Adriana Demora to reprise her role as songstress of the intro song. That's a great idea, Dan. Yeah. Especially with like this being Peacock, Miami's going to be on Peacock. Uh huh. Let's get that going. Yeah. Okay. Um. When they dropped the first five minutes, like what? What was it? Like early, like late a week last ago? week? Yeah. yeah, late last week or during the weekend or whatever. I I got chills from the beginning. Just the way. The produ- okay, the production value of the whole thing, the way it's just set up at the beginning where we're visiting each city and we're getting the familiar music from uh, each city. Chills. Chills. I got chills that are multiplying. Like when, when when we get the New York theme song, I always start like slapping my thighs because it's like that, that new New York theme song, originally I did not like and I miss the old one, but now to me it's canon. Yeah, it's definitely canon. Um, slapping your thighs. Yeah, I slap my thighs when the beat drops in the New York City theme song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and just to hear, what a like breath of fresh air to hear these women FaceTime each other and talk about the other women. Mm. And there's no pretense of, we're just a group of girls who's getting together for yeah. this girl trip. It's, we are a group of 
mostly strangers getting together <laughs> because we exist on these different television shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if anyone is the glue, it appears to be Cynthia Bailey. Yeah, I mean, there's like Kyle a little bit just because she seems to have relationships with a lot of people also, but definitely like Cynthia knows the most people. Okay, and then just for context, I am three episodes in right now. And I've watched, for some reason, they randomly dropped the fourth episode today, the day we're recording, so I've watched that as well. Yeah. Uh, So I think one of my favorite parts so far is, like, there is some relationship happening between almost every pairing of people. I know. Which I like. I love. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember going into this. And when we heard maybe that the biggest fight between the women mm-hmm. was between Kyle and Cynthia, I was like, what the what? fuck like is how? going on? <laughs> and to see how that plays out was so riveting. It's so interesting because it's like it shows the way the different ways these franchises operate mm. and how Atlanta is so comfortable with like their love language is almost like putting each other down or like, quote unquote, throwing shade. Whereas like in Beverly Hills, they just like don't do that or it'll become a storyline for a whole season. Yeah. I mean, I, I am definitely team Cynthia on this. Mm-hmm. especially as like a lover of games it's like just fucking play the game and shut up okay okay i see where kyle's coming from and she, especially given that she like what she revealed to ramona also on this trip about her like body image issues which yeah. she's never talked about on beverly hills really okay so that was something else i was going to bring up and i will dive into that now too kyle is so much more interesting with all these other women who are willing to actually have conversations i know like Kyle talked about her eating disorder with, I think so far I've only really seen her go into it with Ramona Mm -hmm. was such a more interesting conversation than when they had that big group conversation on Beverly Hills. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just like see like seeing just the dynamics at play. Like I love Zia, Melissa and Kenya being like lovers. Being lovers. And then also Zia, Melissa and Kyle roommates and Click and best buds. BFF besties, yeah. But I think it's like the 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 true click is Kenya, Kyle, Zia. Mm-hmm. For sure. Because oh, this is later. I won't go into it, but yeah. uh Kyle and Kenya have a nice moment in the fourth episode. Mm. Which we shouldn't I don't want to spoil you because yeah, you yeah. didn't do your homework. Well, <laughs> I've done plenty of homework <laughs> this week. Okay. Uh the Cynthia Teresa conversation was amazing. Maybe the first time we saw Teresa say jail. I know. (laughs) Or her just like open up like that in general because of her position on New Jersey as like the queen bee. Yeah. You don't really get to see moments like this because people are like afraid of her in a way. Yeah. If anything, Teresa is sort of like the quietest mouse in the house. I know. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, I would say it's kind of sad to see that 
the stuff between Kenya and Cynthia has spilled over outside of the show as per the Watch What Happens Live uh, appearance. I know that is sad, but it is what it is. I think kind of when you leave a particular show anyways, they weren't going to be as close as they were. And Cynthia's, what, going to probably move to LA full time, right? Well, it sounds like, according to Watch What Happens Live, she's sticking around Atlanta. I think she... Here's my theory. I think she's waiting to see if they bring her back next year. Okay. I mean, she could go over and have some like guest spots on Beverly Hills now that she's friends with Kyle. Yeah. And then since we're talking about Cynthia, to me, this is the best Cynthia has ever been. I know. It's really a pity that we're going to be losing her on Atlanta after like this season. Like she, number one, is producing the show. Mm hmm. Number two is able to navigate conversations with every person on the show in a way that no one else is able to. I mean, her being like the Ramona whisperer that yes. one night. Um, that was um, like no one has achieved that before. Wild. Also, speaking of Ramona, the fact that she brought back that guy who owns that restaurant on Turks and Caicos, and he's a recurring cast member on this show. I got to say... Good casting on her part, because, like, he's kind of a babe. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is, but it's, like, he's already been in two episodes. We know that he's in, like, the finale episode or whatever, mm. when Mauricio comes in. It's just so funny. It's just, like, the most random side character who we never thought we'd see again yeah. pops right up. Yeah. Okay, Ramona. I gotta say, like, she is a terror on this program. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's more terror that, like, from years ago than the terror of last year, Roni. I don't know. There's some stuff where it's like, she's, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Like, her calling Kenya Portia. Yeah. It's like, it's bad. Production definitely was spinning it in a way to protect Ramona in a way mm-hmm. with the montage of Ramona calling like 10 people, different names. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I mean, and including, the, and including the Kenya, not knowing who Ramona is. That's true. Clip. The fans have fully turned on Ramona in such a way that yeah. like, she must be freaking out. Yeah. But I do think she's like, for the first episode, first and a, first episode and a half, she was bringing the chaos up, like for the the program. Well, yeah, I mean, she was doing what she thought would make good reality TV, and it did make good reality yeah. TV, just in yeah. a different way than she's used to. When she had her feet in the blankets of the bed, I was like, "Gross, you fucking pig!" <laughs> <laughs> like, truly so nasty. Who's gonna want to sleep in that bed now? I mean, she got in the shower before the rooms <laughs> were settled. Okay, the nudity on this program—a <laughs> touch iconic. It's, I mean, Luann flashing people left and right, and then is is like, I think. To the point of an HR complaint. I know. When she flashed <laughs> Michael, when she flashed Michael, I was like, that's like harassment, dude. Yeah. And then to be asked about it on Watch Happens Live and to like forget she ever flashed anyone <laughs> when it's been, it's her like comedy bit this entire season. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. Since we're talking about Lou, 
I originally was so upset it was not Ramona and Sonia. Like to me, that was the duo we wanted and wanted and needed. Okay. And now I'm so glad it's Lou instead. After seeing like the way that these women are actually having like meaningful conversations about like what their lives are like on reality TV and talking about different yeah. like aspects of each other's shows and yada yada yada, Sonia would have ruined the fucking vibe. Yeah, she would have ruined the vibe. She would have probably gone into like the smoky eye updo Justad. Mm-hmm. I would not have wanted to seen blackout uh Sonya here because it's not the vibe. Right. I mean like they're definitely partying on this show, but it's like people who can like party then decide to go to bed. Which I am liking seeing that maybe Kyle was a secret partier all along. And she just wasn't not around the girls who want to party over in Beverly Hills. Oh, I think Kyle is definitely a secret partier. And just Kyle, there's a lot about Kyle that we're learning. It's there's an there's a moment in episode four that Ooh. like is a story that I feel like I've heard before, but the way she tells it in Ultimate Girls Trip feels like brand new information and it's like wild. And I'm gonna spoil something for you. Okay. Okay, so she tells this story. They're playing like this game that involves talking about sex. And someone asks her if she's ever had sex in public. And she tells this story, which maybe I'm just like, maybe I thought I heard it or maybe it was brand new information that she and Mauricio had sex at a black tie gala when she was sitting on his lap at the table of the function. (laughs) What? He, she sat on his lap at this black tie gala and they penetrated. With the D in the P. Yes. That is insane. And they go into it on this show, like with confessionals and everything in a way <laughs> that is so funny. Cause like Melissa Zia's in her confessional, like asking about like the zipper, like wouldn't the zipper potentially hurt? And like, then Mauricio on FaceTime confirms it to Kenya. Oh, <gasps> Wow. This is appointment television. It's It really is. And I'm sorry to spoil that for you, but it, it's fun to watch it play out. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Kyle, I, I'm glad Kyle doesn't have a cohort. A cohort. I know. It's, it's better that she doesn't. Yeah. Because like, I don't want the Beverly Hills vibe, actually. I know. Even though we like Beverly Hills, I don't want the vibe. The vibe doesn't fit with the rest of the franchises, to be honest. And we need to we need to say it. Yeah. Okay. I I like Teresa being there. I like Zia being there. I feel like I don't need to have the conversation for the 20th time about like you knew, I didn't know, I came on, blah, 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 blah. I, like, I know. I, like we've seen this film before. We're going around the toilet here. Yeah. And it's like, I like both of them on this show. Zia's Everyone was like, Zia's going to be so boring on this show. But yeah. then I feel like she's one of the MVPs. Yeah, Zia's definitely an MVP. And I think a lot of the conversation is like, oh, are we all Team Kenya right now? <laughs> yeah, everyone everyone is Team Kenya. Kenya's like such, there's such like a brightness about her on this show. I It's because Nini's not there and Porsche's not there. Right. And I've been saying that all along. 
Roll the tapes. Roll the tapes. Roll footage. Bad I weather. Really, I don't really remember you saying that, but we can move on. Portia no. has admitted that she and Giselle were supposed to be there, but okay. she has some weird excuse. She says they didn't want to travel okay. with COVID, but it's like, I'm Girl, pretty sure yeah. both of y'all have like traveled during this time. And you oh. went to Cynthia's indoor wedding? Yes. 10 2020 never forget. Yeah. Which like, that's the other thing that's crazy is like, I was the most anti-Cynthia of my life. Not even a year ago. And now I am the most pro Cynthia I've ever been. Wow. And she's leaving us. This is and where she, she leaves you. And she's leaving us. And I got to say, I don't, I don't know how episode four plays out, but I am on her side in terms of her versus Kenya. Because mm-hmm. I think Kenya is leaving her to be a cool girl. Yeah. Like she wants to be a cool girl with Kyle and Zia. Well, I mean, like, I feel like she's smart because Kyle is really, Kyle's really becoming the star of the entire franchise. Oh, you better shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we are out of Halloween season, even though we're like uh, uh, North Pole, Beverly Hills, North Pole, Real Housewives season every, any minute now. I know. No, I mean, like, I we're going to talk about this later, but Giselle has admitted that her ultimate housewife oh. is kyle richards and if, giselle, if giselle gives you that title okay um anything else from mainly the first three episodes no but i mean like if you're not if you're not watching ruggets you're not you're not doing drag you're not doing drag it's just i i thought it would just like wash over me like every other show no, but it's like, it's different. It has ignited something inside me that has been waiting to come out. <laughs> I know. The production value is so fucking good. And then just like the thought of like, after this, we have the B-list season with all the messes, which will be just like a totally different kind of vibe. And if you like think about the conversations they're having on this show about being housewives, think about the conversations mm. they're going to have being mm. have in the Berkshires about being kicked off of housewives. Oh, oh my, I'm going to faint. I know. I, I almost hope that they're like rushing this one along with all these episode drops so that we could get. <laughs> season yeah. two. But then we need to get cameras up for season three ASAP. Yeah. What's, what's our vision for season three? There's like a rumored cast list going around that is so not true, but it's like, all right, tell me, tell me what it's it like Karen, Giselle, LVP, Bethany. And there was like one more. And I was Girl. like, that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> Bethany is not doing anything. L- I can't see LV. I could no, see LVP could doing see something, LVP. but like she would want to have so much control over who's on the cast is the thing. Yeah, I don't see that cast as reality. We do got to get, oh my God, this is what we got to do. This is the theme of season three. Like newer girls. Newer girls. We need like a Wendy Osefo. Okay. We need a... Crystal? A Leah Mob. I don't think Crystal's ready. I'd rather have a Garcelle than a... I'd rather have a Garcelle Sutton okay, yeah, than yeah, a Crystal. Yeah. I want like girls that have only had maybe two seasons. Okay. The new class? The new the new girls. Okay. Maybe maybe um someone from Salt Lake. Oh Lisa Barlow. Lisa Barlow. Lisa Barlow Whitney. Which okay. I think that is like after this week's episode, that is the duo. That's the duo. I mean Whitney, like fucking 
her IQ is up in the sky. Wit legend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's rugged. I mean, this this podcast could keep going on rugged and not discuss anything else. But, I mean, we have a job to do. We have to cover everything, and there's a lot to cover. Okay. What's what's first? Oh, P- Potomac, Potomac. Yeah, Potomac, Potomac. Okay, part two. I'm loving it. I I am loving it. And once again, I see people complaining about Bravo putting more TV on their TV <laughs> sets. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I want four parts, losers. Yeah, yeah. We're having a three-part regular reunion, and then we have the Nicki Minaj version. Yeah, it's like influenced by Taylor's version. Yeah, exactly. Okay. We have to talk about the nuclear arms race of how many wicks can fit in a candle. I know. (laughs) There needs to be like a UN peace treaty where it's like, we are not going to try to stuff more wicks into a candle. What do you prefer? Have we discussed this? I mean... To me, three is the girl that you got on your coffee table. Okay. One is the girl that you have in the bathroom. Okay. Oh, yeah. We have discussed this. Yeah. And I just think three sometimes becomes, and I have like, I have plenty of three wicks. My favorite candle smell from Target is usually sold as a three wick. But sometimes, the only thing about three is that sometimes they can get uneven on you. Oh and well, you gotta be you gotta be snipping, you gotta be snapping. I know, but beyond <laughs> that, I don't know. Sometimes it can go awry. Well, we actually had like an all hands on deck meeting here at the Curse Household. Meaning four hands. Four hands were on the deck. We are a week out from Thanksgiving as we record this. We don't have our fresh balsam candle ready for when we put up our fake tree. Because you can't have the fake tree and not have the smell. Oh, yeah. We need the smell ready. What do you mean it's not ready? Because we don't. Have, we just don't have the candle. Then go buy one. I know. So that's why we were like, we got to fucking order our candle like ASAP right now. Go to the store. Where do you get it from? I love a, a Bath and Body Works fresh balsam. The good thing about that is you can walk into the store. No, I don't think I'm going to do that. I mean, I got the coupons in the mail. Maybe place an order like before bed, get the girls moving at UPS and we'll get something over here real quick. I'm scared for you if you had to have a meeting about this. <laughs> <laughs> and this one was all hands on deck. We had to have oh. everyone. Okay. But no. Okay. So then, so when he's like, tick tock, I got a five and a seven. And then Mia released like a 20 wick candle. I'd, I think 18. Was it 18? Uh, it's something in the double dig. Or maybe it was nine. So listen, I, even a five, no offenses and when, I feel like I'm lighting a birthday cake. I know. Just get a cake. <laughs> Which, I, that's too much. I don't see a need past three. I don't get why this is like a dick swinging contest. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, people want different things from their candles. That's why we need like NATO involved or something. Yeah. Get NATO in here. Who heads NATO? Who's Mr. NATO? What is NATO? That's like the national. (laughs) It's like, I remember studying it in school. I'm sure. NATO Burkus. NATO. Get NATO Burkus on the horn. Okay. Uh, What else is going on? Okay. So the issue of colorism came up, which 
was very early Potomac. It was, yeah. Yeah. Which, when we go here, it's, and I don't want Nikki in particular, but it's where I need a person of color moderating the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, neither of us nor Andy are the ones equipped to moderate such a conversation. Right. You know? Especially with and and. Andy has his history. Yeah. So I'm happy the conversation is just happening on, on television as something to discuss. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, but I would say Ashley seems to be stepping in it. Yeah, for sure. And normally like Ashley is pretty good at navigating almost every conversation, even ones that don't look so great with her in terms of like a Michael Darby situation. I mean, she's, she's often on the wrong side of history, but she usually is able to navigate being on that wrong side of history. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, I know for you, probably the biggest moment of all time was Karen Giselle. Oh yes. I, it's beautiful. Giselle almost coming to tears over the fact that, Karen said hello to her daughter. <laughs> <laughs> it's also wild. Andy's just like trying to get Giselle to cry. And he, I even heard him talk about this on the radio. He's like, it's like a sport to him. And I feel like that's like, I don't know. You're, you're not Barbara Walters. Okay. <laughs> when hours Barbara Walters. Okay. Uh, Ascala having a moment. I don't remember what the moment was. She says a few lines. Two sentences. And then I don't, who is the one that says, you invite her all the way here to say two sentences? Mia. It was Mia. (laughs) That was an important moment. It feels like Mia's not going to be with us after this season. Well, uh, it's just. uh, 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 I mean, like. Cat got your tongue? Like, she seems like the person that would study. Yeah. The, the the program, the franchise, the cities, the this, the that. And it's like, rule number one, you need one friend. Right, exactly. You don't got one amongst them. And this is a pretty big cast. I mean, look at Ron season two. Danielle was on an island by herself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you saw how well that worked out for her. Yeah, and that's like history. That's history, babe. You need one. <laughs> you need one. It's just like her social media presence in the past like week has just been mm-hmm. like basically burning the bridge. Oh, continuing to. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, like, and we're in contract season, sweetie. Yeah, we're we're yeah we're in contract <laughs> season, sweetie. I think they might have cameras up because I saw a group photo of them all together at an event. Ooh, it was like a fashion show, including a scala, including a scala wearing a TLC creep music video look. Wow. That was, see, if she's like the, the Dorit of her generation, I would say. Unafraid to reference. Yeah, unafraid. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's a lot about Candace. Candace, is, this is the Candace show, as we all it know. Is, it really is the Candace show. And what do you, as the biggest Candace super fan, have to say about that? Uh, you know, she's not always right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I'd rather be wrong with Candace than... Right with someone else. Who's that someone else? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She did perform Drive Back on the Kelly Clarkson show this week. Ooh, that was important. That was important. But she didn't seem... She was not in studio. Which, 
That's what I was signing up for when I like turned it on. Same. And then they Skyped her into the Ultimate Girls Trip segment and had yeah. her facing these women who probably didn't know who she was. Yeah. Uh I uh, may I don't know who <laughs> I don't know who would know her. I mean, like Teresa and Ramona were like staring Ooh. at her blankly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a blank <laughs> space, baby. And she like said, like, hi, my sisters. Yeah. I like that. I, I enjoyed her energy there. I just like, why couldn't she be in studio? I don't know. Maybe she's not vaxxed. But then we have a um it's almost that like, was allegedly that was a joke about unvaxxed. I don't want to like put that out there and have her come after us. Yeah, oh no, no, no. She's <laughs> she's vaxxed. Uh it was almost like dry bag video, like Candace's version. Yes. <laughs> I love. What do you mean? <laughs> well, because like we already have the dry bag music video and now we have like, this is essentially a second music video for the song. I mean, they let her out of the parking lot and inside. And into like a cafe. Into a cafe. <laughs> I loved some of the decisions of that live performance mm -hmm. and like some of it, I did not love in terms of like the audio mixing, like at certain points, like background singers sounded louder than like the singer. Okay. Okay. I just, I like the drive back that one part of the song, but I, it's like to get through the rest of the song for <gasps> that part. Are you not a listener to drive back? Not a regular listener. No, that's sick. I can't wait for my Spotify rap to, to expose me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Should we go over to, as Andy has said, and once again, this delivered. I think it delivered. The, yeah. One of the best Housewives episodes of all time. Yeah. I think it definitely delivered. You know what it reminded me of? What? The sit down with Monique at someone's house. Whose house was it? Karen's house. Karen's house. Where Giselle brought the security. Yeah. Where it felt like the rules of like a normal episode are out the window. That's exactly what made it so good. And yeah. I was just thinking that it's like when you think of iconic Housewives episodes, when he was saying that, I was like, oh, is there like an iconic dinner? Because that's like what you think about. You think no, about yeah, dinner yeah, party yeah. from hell. You think of table yeah. flip, yada, yada. No, this threw all, all the rules out the window of what is iconic in this world. And everyone... Just like the rules changed of the show and people became icons in ways we didn't expect. Yes, people became icons. Uh, I would sadly say one person did not step up to the plate. Who's that? That would be Ms. Jenny. I thought that she had her moments. What's the moment? I mean, just her having completely different energy in the <laughs> in the van. While the women are all like freaking out, trying to figure out what happened to <laughs> Jen, and she's like snacking and drinking, it almost felt like she was like waking up from a nap at certain points. No, I was like, that was one of the moments. That's what I was one of the moments where I was like, people became like because she hasn't been doing it for me on the show, and I was like, okay, I like this. When, but like, even her like interjections of like, oh, they must have a search warrant. It's like, yeah. No kidding, they have a they have a warrant for arrest. Like, what do you think? Like, the, they, you think these people are just like wandering outside the bus? Right. I mean, but like, let's. Not everyone was as smart as Whitney in this scene. I mean, like, fucking Heather Gay texting Jen. 
Oh my god. Heather, Come on. Are you trying to are you trying to You're trying to get yourself out? implicated? <laughs> I don't even know what implicated means. Um, I don't think you should. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, so like the chaos of Lisa Barlow, who like seemingly is a smart person, just making like a lot of wrong moves here. <laughs> Calling her six attorneys. Which I've heard a lot about the six attorneys. And like, you got to call the ones that know a thing or two about like a criminal law, you know? And I don't think like the attorneys on payroll for her necessarily know what they need to know about criminal law. Yeah. Can I say something about law? Sure. Yeah, say something. And I know it's like necessary to have so many different types of like law mm-hmm. that you can practice, yeah. but doesn't it ever just feel like too much? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what's interesting is when you, when, when someone goes to med school, yeah, they get you ready for everything, baby. Like you're doing, you're doing the rounds of like, you're like going to like geriatric. You're going to like the mental yes. health thing. You're, you're going, doing yeah, this. yeah, yeah. You're doing this. That's not how law school works, baby. You got your first year where it's like you take contracts, you take this, you take that, but you're not like learning how to be an attorney that practices this or that. You are just merely learning the concept of like what a contract is, okay, what a tort is, what kind constitu- of a tort. <laughs> what what constitution law is? What the, what crim, what civil procedure is? What criminal procedure is? Just like very vague, general. Da, 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 which no is offense, what, but whoever set all this up, the founders, whoever they the made founders, it all too complicated. The founding fathers, <laughs> and then your last two years are like choose your own adventure. But even still, it doesn't like. Until you were out there doing an internship, mm-hmm. starting your first job, that's where you learn how to do what you do as an attorney. Okay. It's like law school is there to show you how to think. <laughs> I'm I'm not like it's not a bit. No, a it was more it was more just like your facial. <laughs> like you're, you you people listening obviously can't see, but his facial and his like hands were moving in a way that made me laugh. Okay. <laughs> that it's just like this is how you think. Right. Okay. So that's why, like, I always am a little curious, like curious of the lawyers that are like, I'm a lawyer and I'm going to tell you about this. I'm going to tell you about this. I want to tell you about this. I want to tell you about this. Like, I, I can't tell you about all that. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. Well, though you famously on this show have put your lawyer cap on plenty of times. I know, but I, when I, I think I speak from a position of this is my perception Okay. Of what is going on rather than this is the definitive angle. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. But back to the van, to Vale, mm-hmm. to this and that. I, like, n- even though Whitney's the star, even her energy was a little off. <laughs> like, what do you no, mean? Just, I feel like no one was responding exactly like how I picture a normal human re- to respond to the situation. Okay. You know? How would you respond? I'll, I'd be like, well, I think there was a certain Sutton energy missing to this in terms of like, oh, fuck. Like like a careful person. I better be, I better be fucking careful. 
Yeah. Because Lisa was being careful in terms of wanting to consult the attorneys, but she was like saying a lot of like, like covering her mouth and trying to do this and that. Like, do you think, I think Meredith knows something like all that stuff. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. Yeah. A lot of stuff that maybe she should not have been saying. I mean, they're only, these women are only season two housewives. So they've got a lot of learning to do. Yeah. Even though Sutton's like a first season actual housewife. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. There was a Sutton energy missing for me. Uh, if you're in the van, the craziest one is Heather Gay, right? Yeah. I mean, texting Jen, like. But even after that. Like, yeah. And even after that, and then even going and watch Heaven's Live like a month ago, and then coming back mm-hmm. and sticking to the story that everyone yeah. was dragging you about the first go round. And even last week's episode where when Jen was actually leaving with her fake story, like Heather Gay wanting Jen to comfort her in a way about like the internal bleeding, Heather kept on insisting like, is he going to be okay? Is he going to be okay? And if you're, if you're trying to comfort your friend who is leaving because their spouse has a major medical issue happening, don't panic them more. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Heather. Bad weather. Bad weather. No, it's Whitney though. Like it was so interesting hearing her explain things to people and then them spitting it as if like, Oh, are you a criminal? <laughs> I know. Like, the fact that you can like understand the world and how it works. That sounds a little criminal to me. <laughs> I mean, I have a hard time understanding the world. So I see what they see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was the person who, like, moments ago just said, isn't lo- the law hard? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, Meredith Marks, truly a crazy person. I know, but it's like, this is this will go down in history. <laughs> in the history books, people will be talking about this. Yeah, they'll be talking about it. And oh, I think it's Adam in our Facebook group brought this up. And if you haven't joined the Facebook group, join the private Facebook group, link in comethroughqueen.com. He reminded us all, Meredith Marks, an attorney. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know. You don't know? You don't know about that? <laughs> okay. So the getup that she shows up in, first of all. Oh, my God. These boots are made for walking? I gotta ask, she flew there, right? That's what it sounded like? Yeah. Did she fly in that outfit? I don't know. I feel like she's been nearby for a while. Maybe she didn't fly there because she was, wasn't she in Denver for something or something like that? I, okay, maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know how far Denver is from Vail. Sounds far. To me, it just does not feel like that is a flying outfit. Or it feels like flying fanfic, like... I want to go back to the days of the 60s when flying oh. was glamorous yeah. and we're going to do these boots made for walking. Speaking yeah. of that song, um, the girl that I pretended to have a crush on in sixth grade, she did that as her like talent show performance. She like danced that song. Was that like the height of your crush while she was performing? Yeah, that? actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so she gets there. We're doing a, a 10 a.m. full pour champagne toast with the hostesses. Good. And then we are taking 
what appears to be a six hour bath. I know. <laughs> <laughs> when Mary wanders in looking for Meredith, it was <laughs> that will go down in the books as well. <laughs> That'll be in the history books for sure. Just Mary's energy in general on this show, it's like off the we're off the deep end. Watch yeah. as we dive in. And it was interesting watching this, like we had to watch it a day later. And then like not even a day or two after that, I'm, I too am wandering into the house to find my husband taking a bath. <laughs> that is wild. I was like, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> I hear like Red Taylor's version blasting somewhere. Oh my God. I can't figure it out. Uh, yeah. What's interesting is like Mary was the the biggest anti-gen activist of all time last year. And now she's kind of like feeling for her. Well, because like we said before, it's like Mary turns around and just like either likes or hates whatever she sees. So it's like all random at this point. Yeah. We're definitely like spinning like the Dwight wheel on Watch Women's Live. Exactly. I'm glad that it's still named the Dwight wheel or whatever it's named. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So Meredith's luxuriating in her bath. Uh, When she does the FaceTime, with the girls on the bus for their only communication. Mm-hmm. Never have we seen Meredith more gleeful. I know. Kind of like it. <laughs> and I'm curious to see like how this threat plays out in terms of, I will never, I will never be, I think this is in the preview, but like, I will never be with her. Like if you're going to invite her, don't invite me. Well, it doesn't, it obviously doesn't, doesn't come true see them together because her iconic scene from the yeah. season trailer is yeah. hasn't happened Love yet you, this season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy that we are going to bounce back from this and have jen on camera i know this is to me is like one of the things like it happens and like We'll never see you again <laughs> nope she she's happy to go back on camera and like, oh, we got to add Kim Kardashian to our legal defense team. Oh, my God. That's going to be bad. It's also interesting that we're going down the same route of Erica Jane of not having Jen Shaw on Watch What Happens Live. I know. Do you think we'll never have her on Watch What Happens Live? I mean, if her attorneys are in control, she won't be on. She should not be going to the reunion either. But I feel like she probably will do that. I know. Got to have that paycheck. Yeah. Uh, anything else about Salt Lake City? Well, I mean, we, when all the other girls arrive, we have that dinner. Yeah, but it feels like that dinner is going to spill over into like next week too. I know, but we have to talk about, we have to talk about Red Flag on Louis Vuitton. Uh, Oh, oh my God, wait. And the. I can't believe the, the thievery. The theft. Which I'm so happy that was left unteased, unspoiled. Same. But it's also like the person who it allegedly is about has outed themselves like oh. online and is claiming that like what we saw on the TV show is like all edited and not true and that it happened completely differently. But what's, it's like what's that version? They're saying that somehow the green purse got into the bags that uh Jen of stuff that Jen purchased and they didn't notice until they were like back home. And then the store called them and they brought it back the next day or something like that. Huh? But like, it's, it's no, they're saying, 
I think they said like if I were to steal this, I wouldn't have picked it up and just walked it out without like putting it into something. But people do that all the time when stealing. Yeah. It was like a tiny like little clutch. It's kind of like just kind of in life. Like if you just do something confidently, like no one's going to stop you. Exactly. Yeah. Quick. I, I accidentally walked into a restaurant yesterday because I saw the person I was meeting and I just like whizzed right by. Nobody stops me. And then it wasn't until like after we had already had a drink that like we were going to our table and I showed the person my Vax card because I had never showed them, but I had forgotten. <laughs> but I was confident. I'm sad that that really like stressed you out. <laughs> I know. I felt like an awful person because wow. I like I'm all for showing my fucking Excelsior pass. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was shocking. That revelation, the the red flags, all this. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Would you rather the Fed show up or be on the um, Louis Vuitton red flag list? I think I could be on the red flag list. That's fine. <laughs> okay, shall we get to Vanderpump Rules? Let's go. Which, like, I'm like, I had to do, no, 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 this was not the doubleheader. It felt like a doubleheader to me. Vanderbilt Rules was tough this week. <laughs> yeah, I felt the same, to be honest. Yeah. We're with our acquaintances, our sad, <laughs> sad acquaintances. Uh, you know, even though I like when Charlie is around, like that's not going to salvage the show for me. And just like she was gone for a full episode, like earlier this season. Yeah, yeah. It's like... She's not adding as much as I wish she would have. She's not bringing the energy that we saw at the reunion that they mm. filmed in 2020 to this new season. Yeah. Without Jax, Sandoval is becoming like worse and worse. Him? And I said this last week. And then it actually like my point was proven. My point from last week's podcast was proven on the show. It's like his obsession with like the tiny details of like all these little projects he tries to do. He fucks Mm. himself over automatically because he's not thinking big picture, baby. Yeah. I. I liked Katie Maloney going to the meeting but that too, every, like everything just feels so, nothing feels natural acting, to me. We're acting, Yeah. Like, but I mean, felt, like. It felt like they told the guy, you gotta like talk Katie up in this scene. I know. Because like, she didn't really do anything that special. Yeah. That she acted, yeah. he was acting like she like. Was Jesus Christ. Like Einstein, like discovering yeah. equals MC square. Yeah. Like, um, another example. <laughs> Amelia Earhart. <laughs> Amelia Earhart. Finding that island, finally. Yeah. And didn't she get eaten by a turtle, allegedly? Like, that gotta been, that's got to have been a quick turtle to catch her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Lala and James getting together, two terrible people. <laughs> I know. Uh, like, this whole Brock-Lala thing, like, I'm team nobody, really. I know. Wait, can we go back to Lala and James for a second? Didn't you sure. think it was weird? Like I'm coming over to like spend time with you and the child and like James, did James even hold the child at any point? I don't think so, but I don't think everyone needs to hold the child. I don't know. I, I say wash your hands and get in there at least for a second. No, no, no. You got to respect boundaries, Brendan. 
I mean, babies can be held. Some people are like concerned about like whether you have been got your flu shot, a DTAP no. shot, especially like when the baby is a cer- like up to a certain age. Okay, concern. but he's like basically like an uncle to this kid. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Brendan. Uh, um, no, I think it's weirder that like Raquel and James did not go in tandem. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like Schwartz going over to Lisa and p- pouring his heart over, pouring his heart out over his family issues. It's just like the Dad. way the way Lisa's installed herself in this season now that she's no longer on Housewives is just so weird to me. It's like we have to have all these scenes where you are having a moment with me. I know. And we always have to be drinking Vanderpump Chardonnay or Rosé. Yeah. I didn't even know there was Vanderpump Chardonnay. Yeah, that's like off-brand. It's like Rosé or Bust. Yeah, exactly. It's not all diamonds or Rosé. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We have so many parties and get-togethers that just feel so... One feels sadder than the next. I know. Like, and they're always at that one bar. I forget the name of it, but they're always there now. Oh, I, well, I was referring first to, like, what was it? Like, the damsels in distress and the oh, men yeah. of mystery. Oh, that was like a blink and you miss it party, too. It's, it was it's, like, we had to put so much effort into that. And I then know. we had, like, three sentences. It was like a skull was there singing two know. sentences. <laughs> <laughs> um it's just the problem is the show is no longer working. Hmm. Ratings are down and maybe just maybe. And I know I was the person who was like, like, why are people complaining about less TV? Mm-hmm. But like that's people were complaining about more TV on a show that's working. This show just isn't working anymore. Yeah. I, well, you know what? For me, I would probably like it more as like, um, a phone show, which I hope everyone listening to this, it's a phone show for you now in terms oh. of you can be on your phone while the show is on the background. Whereas yeah, but- as we're watching, like we have to pay attention to, to say something about this stupid program. But it's become a phone show. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, that's why I missed the fucking diamonds and damsels in distress party or whatever it was called. Yeah. It's also, I don't want to be spending time in these homes yeah. in like the Valley village homes. I just like, they're nice homes. I just don't like it there. Wow. Hmm. I miss that like one apartment where you couldn't have the AC on and microwave yeah, at the yes, same time. Yes, let's go back there. Let's, let's go, back. go back. Back to the beginning. I mean, <sighs> I don't want Lisa to have one of her streams of income cut off, but I like, let's figure something out. Let's like get some new blood in there, please. It was interesting when I think this was on Watch Up Live with all the All Stars. Will Lisa ever come back? And Kyle said no. Right. Hmm. Food for thought. Um, we did get one scene of Charlie waiting a table. Oh yeah, <laughs> and not knowing what was on the the goat cheese balls. Which like that's like the main dish at that restaurant, Charlie. Which I was I was kind of nauseated to to learn that it was a mango sauce on the goat cheese balls. Not that mm. I I love mango, but I just don't see the pairing there. Are you allergic to goat cheese too? Probably. Okay. I don't really yeah. like goat cheese that much. Yeah. Okay. Th- enough, enough of this, right? Okay. Please. Enough. Taylor Armstrong enough. Okay. Winter house. 
you're gonna have to like lead me a little bit because I did do a double feature in terms of okay. We had our high school party and we had our Viking party. So we're this episode was the Viking party. Oh yeah, no, I know that. I just the other than that, like I, it's hard for me to bleed into like what's 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 what you know. I think it's like the most important thing here is like talking about the relationships and huh? kind of who's like stopping who. Okay, I got it. To me, top level is. Amanda Petula crying. When? Over, uh, like, needing to tell Paige about what happened with Andrea. Oh, yeah. And she went into that on Watch What Happens Live, and I still, like, don't really get it. <gasps> what don't you get? Well, no, she was, like, her being so angry at Hubs for telling Paige. Okay. Let me defend my queen. Of course you're always going to defend a blonde woman. <laughs> So, Amanda wanted to be the one to tell Paige, number one. Yeah, I know. Number two, I am sure she would prefer to tell her in the sober light of day and Mm -hmm. not while we're wearing our Viking outfits and, like, blackout drunk. Right. Because that's going to be, like, a better received message, I would say, versus hubs. The descent of hubs into hell. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I love it. She is she's like the wildest I think we've ever seen her. I know. Like it, her, truly. her relationship with Jason is it's she's manipulating him and using him yeah. for her own personal gain in a way that's like ugh. Yeah. I, I was gonna say sad, but like sad's not the right word. It's kind of just like you are something, girl. <laughs> I know. I gotta say, I like Jason hasn't really popped off the page for me, except I do love watching a a a grand scale culinary journey. I know. I knew you would love that. Just like him putting this together for a very large group of people is no small feat. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could pull it off? Yeah. Sure. Of course. <laughs> Although I you know I don't really fuck with a deep fryer. Like, you know that thing that they had outside that sometimes for like Thanksgiving Day, mm-hmm. someone will put a whole fucking turkey in there and then the house explodes. Which like is that really good? Uh they say it's really good and I believe them, but I just don't know if it's worth the effort and danger. I just like I like to avoid the turkey. Altogether oh no, on Thanksgiving. no, 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 no. You got to stop that. Get a chicken. I mean, you could do a chicken. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, besides that, Austin really like went off the deep end. Well, cause he like, he's obviously, there's still something with Madison LaCroix, which like this episode more than ever made me feel like I got to go back. This paired with Watch Rappin's Live, to me, is very much like we're getting in to the deep ends with like some of these people, like Paige is going to be on three shows that all film at different times. And it's going to get so confusing because when people are going on Watch Rappin's Live, they're not wanting to like reveal Mm. what's happening in the present necessarily. Hey, Hey, I brought that up back. I know. When we were doing the reunion for Summer House. I know. After having filmed Winter House. And I don't I'm like not it. taking that from you, but it's only gotten worse with the addition of the Charmers yeah. and with Paige now filming for Southern Charm. 
Oh yeah. There was like one question where it's like, oh, like Paige, Paige or uh, like Paige should be with with Andrea, Andrea or Craig, and they were like almost pretending like she was not with Craig right now. I know, and it's like. <laughs> We all She's know. With Craig. <laughs> Can I talk about that Watch Adams Live episode for one second? Sure, sure. Because sure. we, we don't cover that usually. Kevin from The Office being behind the bar <laughs> to me was psychotic. Why? And, well, I, because in pop culture, in the pop culture lexicon in the world, hmm. he is a far more recognizable figure than the two people sitting in the chairs. Okay. To me. No. Can I finish my point? Oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. And I think my thinking it was weird that he was behind the bar was justified for the amount of time Andy actually spent talking to him, which was a um, lot more than any other bartender ever. Okay. Okay. I mean, to me, I feel like when it comes to the office and I have never even seen a full 30 minutes. Okay. Of, this is my review. I feel like the only ones that like get respect in the world are Steve Carell. Uh, Krasinski. What's yeah, his name? John Krasinski. Krasinski. Uh, B.J. Novak. Okay. And Mindy Kaling. And okay. at, and at, at a time, Pam would have. But now that she's like recapping the show, like the respect is lessening. I think that's not my point about who's being respected in the like world. Actually, okay. I think I think because of like. The way that Friends has become such a big thing with especially Gen Z, mm. The Office has had that effect too. On Gen and Z? Yeah. Because oh, okay. it's on streaming, so they can watch it. And it's like a oh. broad, funny show that's like easily accessible. And these people, like I see the fucking meme of Kevin from The Office mm. dropping the pot of chili like all the fucking time or whatever. Like it's all over the place. Okay, but I see like the big brother girl snorting in her coffee cup all the time. Doesn't right, mean like but it's, no, but no, my point, no, my point is, my point is, I think I was right because of this amount of time that okay. Andy spent with him. But I also, there's another flip side of that where I only know him as Kevin from The Office. Mm -hmm. I even watched that episode. His name is Brian something. Okay. So then it's, it's like a double, it's like a who are them thing. We should actually call into Who Weekly Okay. And ask them to discuss the fact that Kevin from The Office was behind the bar at Watch Rabbit's <laughs> Live while people from Summer House were in the chairs. Because I think that's an interesting conversation. Well, you know, it was weird. That very morning, he was also on the Today Show. And it was like, why is this man on my TV 24-7? Yeah. Yeah. Also, I might buy that oral history because I did watch them in The Office. Really? That feels like unlike you. I was in college. Ugh. I thought you box didn't watch TV DVDs. in college. Well, box set DVDs were a thing. I worked at Borders, so I think I bought a few seasons of it. And oh my it God. is a funny show. No, box set DVDs. We were watching Sex in the City. Sweetie. I did that too, bitch. I can watch more than one thing. As I like that. <laughs> um, should we do a and just like that podcast? Oh my god, a spinoff? Yeah. <laughs> Sound off in the comments below. But is that going to be all released in one? Or I don't know. I hope not. <gasps> we should do Patreon. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. For just a little bit of a different kind of sure. content. But it's like New York. It's like Sex and yeah. the City is Housewives, mm. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Winter House, Winter House. Oh, the Luke. Uh... Laura Linney. What's her name? Julia, Julia McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> she's giving, she's giving Laura Linney. She's, oh, poor Sean. <laughs> poor Sean. 
Yeah, they broke up. Who? Sean and Camilla. Oh, okay, okay. That oh, was I, your I, reference, right? I know, I know. I'm, I'm, my mind is like <laughs> spinning right now. I really want to get to the bottom of Julia Maguire. It's like we're almost at the end of the season. We've barely spent time with this gal. I also want to get to the bottom of who is holding a rosé bottle season six of Summer House. Yeah. Like, are any of these newbies there? I think they bop in. I have I have no idea. I I feel like I feel like we think so many people bop in that that can't be true because otherwise it's just like Amanda, Kyle, and Lindsay in the house. Yeah. I mean, will Danielle be back? I miss Danielle. That's who I miss. Ooh, I miss Danielle for sure, for sure, for sure. Especially after her iconic reunion performance. And like years of me not caring about her, then this past season I cared about her, and then she wasn't invited to the winter house. Hmm. I I love the narrative that may or may not be true in my brain that like she didn't have time for it. She couldn't get time off of work like these others. Yeah. Because this is a vacation mostly to the fact that they got like to the point where they got mad that Kyle was working. Yeah. And then I just like I love watching Kyle and Amanda. I know you do. You have this weird, sick, twisted thing in your head that they're the straight version of you and Dan- you and Alex. <laughs> I mean, like, I I see some similarities. Like, do you not see that or no? Yeah. It's just kind of like, I feel like when you, like, they've been together for a long time. And when you've been with someone for a while, like, there's just like a, like, a lightness to it all. You know what okay. I mean? I'll like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Just like, everything's fine, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Anything else about Summer House? Winter House? Winter House. I always make that mistake. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Our Freak of the Week this week. Who is it, Brendan? Oh, my God. Um, The Freak of the Week, Ramona Singer, for many reasons, <laughs> yeah. for uh, obviously her turn um, on Ultimate Girls Trip, but... Also, this report that came out from page six. So Ramona attended the premiere of Diana the Musical. They're opening. What do they call it on Broadway? The opening? Opening night. Opening night of Diana the Musical. Not previews. No, I saw it in previews before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Um, I like to insert myself always. And apparently she was on her worst behavior. So she was doing everything from not wearing her mask, even though there was a guy standing like next to her with a sign that says masks, masks up. America. (laughs) She was sitting in the front row and she was resting her drink on the stage at points before the show started, before the show started, but she had to be told multiple times to take it off. So Ramona is the freak of the week for bad behavior on Broadway, but Broadway's back, baby. Okay, but side note, run and do not walk to the New York Times review of Diana the Musical. <laughs> I'm dragging the, the likes you have not seen in a minute. <laughs> you guys, I saw it, and I can say it's bad, but really good. Yeah, I mean, listen. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's You know what it is? It is notes on camp. It's staring camp straight in the eye. I know, but it's also like a bad. We are all bad for partaking we, we in this. All, we are all bad. Like from the director to the musician, to the actress, to the audience for having the time of our life 
over this woman's death, tragic death, tragic death, and c- kind of tragic life as well. Yeah. Okay, so now should I have not gone in no! March of twenty twenty? No, no. I mean, I, I think at least like at least you can see the badness to some yeah. degree. I feel like you're saying suddenly the freak is me. No, no, suddenly the freak is not you. But I think like some people are like, oh my god, like I want to go see the Princess Diana uh, musical. Without, I saw like, the Princess Diana movie too, Dan. I, Oh yeah, the movie. Too. You're just a bad person. Stop. No, I've I have a fucking Princess Diana beanie baby because her death impacted me so much. So what I'm sorry. That's like an immunity idol, like on Survivor. I'm sorry <laughs> that I want to see content related to her life because I appreciated her so much. Okay. Okay. Wow. I'm I'm the villain. You're, uh, no, you're the doggone <laughs> villain. All right, who is the one true queen or queens? One might okay, say. so we're gonna go through this like pretty quickly and just do top line. So Vulture released um, a piece called "The Ultimate Real Housewife," according to Real Real Housewives by uh, Lewis Staples, and mm-hmm. they had. I believe a- he's been on Ham, by the way. He's been on Ham, Housewives, and Me, the iconic Irish podcast that Dan and I have both guested on. Yeah, go play the Ham game if you haven't already. Um, <laughs> So I would I just want to go through like each of the housewives who gave a blurb and um what they said and I want to get your quick thoughts. So Shannon Storms Bador said her ultimate real housewives real housewife is Dorit Kemsley. I thought her blurb was like a little lame. Like the ones that like talk so much about oh my god I love seeing this woman with their family. Yeah. It's like that's actually only the case for a very select few housewives. And Dorit might actually be like in that tier or close. Dorit is in that tier because we've seen the iconic moments from her children that yes. you even like clipped out. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I mean, I think like the ultimate tier is like Teresa, Giselle. Um, That's a Teresa and Giselle. Like Candy and Riley to a, a degree. Mm-hmm. Cynthia, Noel. Let to a less degree. Uh, no, to um, okay, whatever. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But but also like Jagger is an icon. So yes. So maybe Shannon has a point. Okay. Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Um, Luann Delaseps said her ultimate real housewife is Lisa Rinna, and part of it seems based on the fact that Lisa appeared in her feeling Giovanni video. Yeah. I mean, outside of that, which is very self-centered and centering herself at almost as an ultimate housewife. I mean, classic Lou. Yeah, classic Lou. She didn't make other points in terms of like, she has a bad season. She has a good season. She can bounce back, own it. Ba, 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 da, 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 da. So mm-hmm. I see some points were made there. Yeah. Kenya Moore said Lisa Vanderpump, and she's based it on, quote, the lifestyle, the woman, the beauty, and the opulence. Um, when you think of Real Housewives st- lifestyle, you think of Beverly Hills, and you think of Lisa Vanderpump. Well, so far, the highest ranking person on our list. So maybe Kenya has some points. Maybe Kenya has some points. Teresa Giudice says her ultimate Real Housewife is Cynthia Bailey, and she based it on Cynthia just has good vibes. Okay, so not someone I would ask for like a study of the Housewives, being that she does not even watch her own show. I don't. She does not know what makes good television. It is just simply a happy accident for her. And Cynthia Bailey might simply just be the last person that she interacted with. And the first, but I mean, like we support this because we love their moment on ultimate girl. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Love it. But like, I'm not looking 
to Teresa for a scholarly take on Housewives. Right. Kyle Richards said her ultimate real housewife is Nene Leakes. Um, yeah. Someone who is unfiltered, open, outspoken, opinionated, and honest. And I think we agree here with Kyle. I mean, that's a very OG, respecting OG. That's very Andy's birth announcement. It's Can very Nene Leakes is number two on Come Through Queen's Ultimate Housewives yeah, ranking. Exactly, exactly. Um, Giselle Bryant says that her ultimate real housewife is Kyle Richards. And she says, I feel like she is the central housewife and has connections with everyone. That is uh, Giselle's giving me study of the arts. Yes. Yeah. I mean, did I not say something similar when we were talking about <laughs> ultimate girls? <trip>? Okay. <laughs> I am. I am a Kyle Richards stan. Okay. And Giselle, Giselle Bryant fan. is a <laughs> she gave you Kyle Richards stan. Heather Gay says her ultimate real housewife is Sonia Morgan um, because she's gone through a lot of personal crises on camera and she's never hidden it. Um, she's always been willing to talk about it. She's a good friend. She's funny. She can laugh at herself and stick up for herself if she needs to. Number 10 on our list. Uh, I would say this is the the response I would expect from a fan. Yeah, I mean, Heather Gay is the ultimate <laughs> ultimate fan. They should do the ultimate fan getaway and it's Heather Gay. <laughs> On just, just watching old episodes of Housewives. <laughs> it's like semi people's couch, but her vacation watching Housewives. And then like we show up once. Yeah, once we show up and just like have fun. Yeah. Wow. Whew. What a week this week. This has come through Queen Baby. Go to, <laughs> go to, go to comethroughqueen.com for all things. We already promoted the Patreon, so we won't hit you over the head with it, but like this is actually a good week for the for the pre-show on the bonus episode. Um, <laughs> you saying this is come through queen baby. <laughs> um, yeah, like, comment, subscribe, here. Archie, or retweet. <laughs> Lois, Lois, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. See ya. Come through, queen. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.